Listen, I'm pregnant now. Mary, Mary, Jordan, Mary, calm down. Jordan, Mary, Jordan, 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 calm down, calm down. Open you. It's complicated. Hey, girl, you tell me say you're a virgin. Yes, because you I am. You tell me say you're a virgin. I am a virgin. I am a virgin. I look at nothing mechanic. Me see I flirt with the other day. What, Joseph? No, no. Ew. <laughs> oh, do it, Mary. Oh, breed you. I gotta breed me. God, hey, girl, you want me licking at your? <laughs> me look like idiot to you. Me look like idiot to you. You can't manage my penis. Oh, you have to manage a god penis. Hello, look at furniture, man. Don't start with me. Don't start with me. Forward, we're going to clinic. Hello, for what? We're going to abort that. Um, we're not aborting Jesus. What? Listen, what? listen. Out of my fault, God choose my good up, good up. What's <laughs> up? I'm sorry. That 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 was one of that that was that was old, but that mess still makes me laugh. And so, yes, for an intro, that's what we got. I swear up and down, we will have a real intro at some point. Anyway, I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> We're not talking about Jesus. Go check out the book of clearance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my. Hey, yeah. so you know. It's it's Black History Month, right? Even though I think we celebrate Black History all year round, we need to. Yeah, because you motherfuckers ain't gonna forget. Um, <laughs> Two hundred sixty six days of the year. I, to- I told you, uh, I told you before. I've never been a big fan of this month because it's American history. You know what I mean? Like we should all recognize the accomplishments that Black folk have done in our society. Truth. Why do we need but, but that should be every day. That is you know, true. and I know until that time, you know, that you know, we have to we have to focus our efforts, but it it just makes me frustrated because mm. it's like all right, you know, it's like as a society, it's like, all right, we've met the quota, we've had our celebration of you people and your accomplishments, now we can go on to our, our, our regular lives. You know what I mean? I feel I feel what you're saying, which is why I said. You know, we really should be every day and motherfuckers, y'all ain't going to forget. Um, but I notice that with Black History um, Month, that the Internet has taken a new spin on how it's celebrated. The, the black community of the Internet. And I got to say I'm here for it. Because on February 1st, the amount of memes that I saw with <laughs> characters that some of you might recognize from anime of the series were rocking koofies. <laughs> and you you were seeing memes come up saying we we was Kangs. Uh, the whole every everything is just <laughs> black folk is cutting up and definitely definitely cutting up and it's also not even just it's black history month i'm seeing it treated as happy black history month happy black history month right okay so i like that spin and i think that um you're right it should be something where it's just history every day you know it's period because um there's always somebody achieving and doing something new uh, even you know 
the younger audience. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though that um, a younger generation. I'm sorry. So I feel as though that it should be every month, every day. Every, yes. You know, nonstop. Yeah, it it kind of reminds me of <laughs> of when I was in high school. And, uh, you know, my high school was a predominantly Jewish high school. It was like, I'd say like 80% Jewish, you know, and we were like, and we were like the rest, right. you know, and, but I remember they had, I, I, I remember they, they had the, you know, you know how you'd have clubs in high school, like the chess club and all that stuff. They had a minority awareness club. <laughs> and it, and it never sat right with me. I am aware. I I am aware that I am a minority, and of course, everybody that was in the in in the club, of course, was black. I just keep wondering how I can get into the VIP section by telling everybody you're Drake. <laughs> well, we could just draw some BBL scars on his hips, and that way they wouldn't know. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Uh, this is once again your favorite uh, zero day without nonsense uh, pod. And well, we're here for nonsense. Also, there is actually there was another beef that we that happened over uh, the weekend that we didn't talk about oh. uh, in our last episode. Ooh. Um let me pull it up because this is going to be real sad when I say I, I didn't care about it, but I should probably mention it because it, it's a thing. We can get him in the club as one kid and play. <sighs> it makes no logical sense. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Which kid? That I have to look up because I know I don't know my kids and play. No, no, I mean, no, I mean. Which phase of kid? Oh, with fl- uh, <laughs> I would say old, with- like house party kid or current modern day kid. We can get current modern day kid. Okay, yeah, we can get you in as current modern day kid. See, that's the best I've seen him look in years. Yeah, we just get you the white aviator glasses. You just got, pr- and we grow your hair out a little bit. They we'll used to some, call. Um, they used to call me kid from Kid and Play. Or as that one, or as those two girls from seventh grade called me, the white Malcolm X. The, <laughs> the white Malcolm X. That's so disrespectful. I hope she stubs her toe every morning. That damn. I still remember. Come on, Rob. Go like this with your fingers. Oh, yeah. We can do this. We can do this. Oh, we can Didn't do she this. not see the photo with him holding the rifle? No. Because they, they never teach real black history. Let's be realistic. Mo- I'm. I know I'm different, but most of my real black history came because I read books. I read books in the library. I went to an HBCU. I went to two HBCUs, and for some reason, my um, high school history teachers were on that ish. They were on it. They was like, "Y'all need to know y'all history," and they were on it, on it. So, like, 
but the rest of them no one's gonna ever say that malcolm x with the rifle or that martin luther king was asking for um economic freedom for everyone not just for black people or that like everything that happened during the 70s and how they dismantled the african-american community purposely we're not doing that also we can get him in like that we can i know we can we can get him a gray suit with that eggplant shirt with the right aviator glasses put some bengay benjay benjay ben 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 okay look i got you okay we we good we good okay i got nobody. you <laughs> ain't, ain't gonna, gonna hurt nobody <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna make him be kid and play i like it i like it a lot you know i have to take this moment to uh to make a to make a complaint that I've made on since we're speaking about Black History, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna hate me for this one. I'm gonna need so. All right, look. I know I've talked about me hating Subway, okay, but every once in a blue moon, I will still go back there and get a sub, and every single time I'm in line. There's like a black woman in front of me and she just can't order a sub, right? She has to order the sub. Okay, so what I need you to do is put uh, the oil and vinegar, but don't put it through the salad portion. Put it through the meat portion and then disperse mustard on the ridges of the sandwich, okay? And then cook it for 22 seconds, not 23. Stop it! Why can't you just order a sub? Why can't why can't these women just order a sub? Just just order a turkey sandwich. It's got to be a science experiment. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you do have to put like just a dab of mustard on the top of the sandwich under the cheese to the left. Did you not forget where you are? <laughs> it's not way eat fresh. You were in the gulag of 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 sandwich making, okay? Yeah, the gulag. Damn. <laughs> Life should not be this hard. All right, now if you're if you're at home making your own sandwich, then you can do all the new. No, no, no. no, no. But the, the line is almost is almost at the door, and and we're still waiting for you. As you're telling the sandwich maker how to fold the meat on the sandwich. As I like to always tell people, just go through the app and go pick it up. <laughs> so it's always a black woman. So a black woman is th- thought in, thought, thoughting, thought, thought, oh my God, I can't say words. I'm going to shut up. Look, look, I don't know. I Look. I don't know the next time you would ever be in a subway, but if you ever decide to go into one, uh-huh. notice notice how people order their subs in line. Just pay, just pay, just pay attention. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If it's like a, if it's like an old black woman, she got a list of demands for her subs. You know what? I'm not going to lie. So when I used to get subs from my aunt and my grandmother. My aunt would say, you need to ask them to take extra bread out. And I'm like, what? And she's like, just tell them to scoop some extra bread out. They'll do it. And I'm like, that's the weirdest thing. And I hated asking for it. So I would wait till no one was in the store and be like, okay, I have an order. And I would show the text message. And they're like, they want us to do what? I said, they want, can you scoop the bread out? And then also I would just show them and they're like, okay, I'll do it. And one time the person's like, I ain't doing that. Tell them to do it themselves. I was like, that is fair. Fair. 
So, yes, you're right. Old black women want weird stuff on their sandwiches. Scoop Elle, what do you out. have to say about this? Ain't gonna hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, listen. Um, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you, sir, but... <sighs> For one, uh, I rarely do this, but I think for this particular conversation, because I don't know what kind of backlash is going to arise from this, I recuse myself from this conversation. All right. I just go in, I order my sandwich, I get my sandwich. I don't have these problems. You always seem to have these problems. Bruh. Like I said, I'm that, like, I don't frequent at all at that. I'm averaging. One visit a year now. To where? You know where. You hate it, but yet you still show up there. Once a year. Once a year. And is I'm, really and I'm star- once a year? starving. Yes, yes, it is. Is really yes, once it, a year? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. I make I make sure because my pride and my and my well being and self worth can't 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 do twice a year okay so um you were asking who the artist right today's february 4th it is it 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 it, it, well fourth fourth well we're 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 fucking up oh gosh all right we try to keep we try to keep it where i need this documented what he just said okay we we usually try and I know. We usually I try know. and you know I know. Yeah, we record two episodes ahead of time, y'all. I so, just this time. So it is it, I no, this ain't the first time we blew the it ain't the first time we blew the I, but this time. needs to be documented. All right. Well so, he went three times last year. So I guess yeah, in the last And the year before he went four. So is he decreasing it each year? You really got this on your spirit trying to figure out. I, I see that, right? I want to calm down. Like, no, no, you, you, you haven't done this in a while. Where you had to keep track of the craziness <laughs> that he said because you used to have a running list, and yeah, yeah. And now we're, I guess, we're back to it. Um, so I was right to recuse myself for that con- that that conversation because I, I still remember, I still remember the Peloton thing and. <laughs> At this point, you know, you the homie, bro, but man, I'm sorry. When the ship go down, bro, yeah, I, I, you ain't going, I ain't staying there with you. I, I just, I'm sorry. I can't do it. The way, the way health insurance is set up, I can't do it, bro. Kendrick asked you all, when shit hits the fan, is you still a fan? I'm still a fan of Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick ain't say the crazy shit you be saying. Um, so anyway, uh, Chris. Yes, it's February 4th, so when we got to come back to it because he decides to say some wild shit like he just did, we got to remember what the date was, and then, of course, we'll have to address it on the next episode because somebody's going to hear it and they're going to have something to say. And with that being said, we definitely are not getting sponsored once again, and this time it's Rob's fault. Uh, moving on. A 50 Cent addresses alleged Trey songs and Jaquise fight. <gasps> they think everybody think they soft, so they pop off. All right, Complex got the story. 50 Cent had some words to say about the issue between uh, Jaquise and Trey songs. 
On Friday, the G-Unit mogul took to his Instagram with a since-deleted post of Jaquise, uh, right? Ja- one of those J's. Okay. The fake king of R&B. Oh, Lord. Describing the alleged fight between himself and the ready singer. In true 50 Cent fashion, the rapper gave his opinion on the matter. These R&B ninjas is crazy, 50 wrote. I told y'all no R&B. I'm sorry. I can't put them together. <laughs> they think everybody think they saw somebody pop off. Um, the R&B singers allegedly got into a round of fisticuffs. They said fisticuffs while out in Dubai. And Jaque took to social media on Thursday to give his side of the situation. And I quote, I want the world to know this bitch ass ninja. Trey songs is a bitch period. He said, yeah, this is when I really should have had that beep effect. Right. Uh, this ninja came in the club talking about rape. Bless you. The fuck you talking about rape for you bitch ass ninja. I keep saying ninja. Y'all know what I'm saying though. Then you come outside the club and swing on your little brother. He continued. You was a bitch. Chris Brown the goat about a bitch that ain't even my bitch. (laughs) What the hell? You talking about good lord he was on one you know what I should just just find the audio Um, you talking about bitches that ain't ain't, hold up that's with these ninjas as the workers Jaquiz then threatened Trey Songs and told him he can never be around him again while pushing him to share a text exchange between the two and then it goes on hey man fuck you bitch ass ninja Gosh. All right, I'm just saying it because at this point I'm getting tired of saying ninja. You're a rapist, bitch. And I don't give a fuck if you tell anybody anything that's about what we texted. Put the messages out on there. Fuck you, bitch ass nigga. You can never come around me. So, yeah, basically, um, they are complex is reporting the the tweet storm, a social media storm that the you know the two got going on after they they fought right. now the reason i even know this happened is because um i want to say it was jacques that came out and literally um saying yeah um trey songs was banned in atlanta i think that's right. how that started uh so since you know we cover music as much as we can and that was something that actually did happen i forgot all about it because we were literally covering everything we talked about in the last episode but hey <laughs> that was something that came about um a lot of people do i i, I agree with uh with fifth a lot of people think that because you're saying r&b you're soft right you know and no you you can sing r&b and still be about that life nate dog rest in peace <laughs> yeah yeah it, 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 these folks really be about it you know just cause they can sing don't mean they don't have hands you know <laughs> can I be honest most R&B individuals be the first ones to pop off it ain't always the rappers it's the R&B ones they be ready to fight it's like they gotta fight for their look for the longest time as much as LL Cool J was hip hop I'm sitting there like 
this man is is not fair because he be making some hip hop joints, and at the same fucking time, I'm like, yeah, if I'm listening to an R and B station and the song comes on, I'm not going to sit there like, wait a minute, do I have the right station on? No, because he made smooth ass music. He did. He made smooth ass music. Love. Yeah, and he was all about stealing your woman. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, Black History. You know how. <laughs> You know how many songs like back in the day we talked about this on the pod, but you know how many R&B artists literally was talking about they going to steal your woman. I mean, like, and then talk, listen, it'd be lyrics like he can't love you better than I can, you know. Come, I mean, like, I mean, like, come to come to my bedroom, all this shit. Open I mean, invitations. I mean, I mean, when yeah. you think about it. R&B comes from pain. What does R&B stand for? Rhythm and blues. People going through some stuff. You don't want to have to deal with somebody that's been through some real heartache and pain. And that's where a lot of songs come from or relationships. It's always that, hey, girl, you know your man ain't loving you right. <laughs> yeah. You know I'll right. never disrespect you like this. Come. Come to my bedroom. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> Girl, I'm here for you. <laughs> All those times you just went out and went out with that other fella, baby, I knew about it. I just didn't care. Yeah, or if, <laughs> if they wasn't stealing your girl, they was begging, begging for you to come back. Hey, Yo, that just like you did I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> I got baby problems, but I saw when I come to you, yo ass don't want to be bought. I'm sorry when Timberland was just doing that intro. Oh I was like. My God. <laughs> And then Genuine talking about he's trying to go on without the woman in his life. I mean, damn. Like, you know <laughs> what? R&B, used to, it used to be songs where your ass didn't know what to say to get you out of a problem. So you just found that artist that had that song that was saying everything you were trying to say. Right. Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what is the ultimate is is the ultimate song that shows you that, you know, R&B artists are about that life. The old one. Oran Juice Jones, The Rain. The oh. end of that song. Yo. Oh, God. I, now I want to remember that. Hey, girl, watch. Come on in. First first things first, let me take off that coat. Yeah. Why? As soon as you miss- said it, it came right up. Yeah, I missed you. I missed you, too. I missed you so much. I followed you today. <laughs> Can't stop the rain. <laughs> now close your mouth because you cold busted. <laughs> I think it's walking in the rain. It's called the rain. The rain. Yeah. Now my first impulse was to run up on you and do a Rambo. <laughs> oh my god! I hope you learn a valuable lesson from all this. You know, and you're gonna find somebody like me one of these days. Oh, you should play. Oh, you should play. Oh, you know gosh. what you gotta Here do. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh lord, Yo, yeah, he it. says, "Happy the end, like the end of it." <laughs> hush, puppy. She wearing crumb cake. I saw yeah, you because <laughs> you dismissed. <sighs> this part never without nonsense. I'm telling you. Yeah. Hold on. The fuck going on in this video? And him.
Look at L's face right now as he as he looks look, look at this video. Experience it for the first time. Yo, no, I'm just mad at I'm just I'm just mad at what is happening in this video. It's better. Jack City is this shit? I'm just mad at this shit because he took the coat. Hey, yo, he still. 
This man still <laughs> He's still going This to was keep my head, before Drake No no the heat, And look No I found his social media Like <laughs> Hey yo Yo what the fuck Oh god <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just mad at this shit Yo like I think that's where the term A squirrel trying to get a nut Comes from Or at least the first time I ever heard it you know what? Because whenever yes. I hear, whenever I hear OJ, you know, I think OJ, right, right. No. You know, no. This is if I really, if I really did it, right. OJ, right, right, right. Glove doesn't fit OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, nah, B. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's Oran Jones, Oran Juice Jones. <sighs> Yo, hold on. I'm not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You got this one. You got this one, brother. Uh, yeah. Oh, get on I'm bad. I'm so, as I'm typing. Um, is he scaring the hose? <laughs> Why did Google? Go, you know what? You know what? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, R R R and B just it just be wild. Also, that was some new Jack City shit. I don't understand why you just got the background singers. They standing in the rain, looking all nice, and they just singing the you know well, chorus. You know, it's like I'm gonna get you, sucker. You know that's the backup. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, they're ba- they're his every back- hero, every good hero should have one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know who was the hero and who was the villain in that, right? Like, oh, that's his villain arch. Yeah, that that must have been. I loved you. Give me all my shit back. That's right. Cancel all your credit cards, no. all your charge accounts. <laughs> and that coat. He's like, yeah, you want some hot chocolate? I'm on, let me take that coat. No, you ain't taking the coat with you. Bye. Go home. Go. See, that's how you know somebody is so is is so mad that they're calm. Yeah. That that they have re they have controlled the rage within them. To be cordial, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh my word! Let me take off that coat. Yeah, <laughs> yo. <sighs> but yes, it it, it 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 is certainly um, that month. It is certainly that month, and uh, we celebrate good energy over here. <laughs> I got I got nothing. I really got I really have I really have nothing although I felt like there was some stuff that I felt like would be a good time to address you know yes um because I must say what makes this month important and why I I think black history should be taught all year round is mm-hmm. because we are seeing where there are people in our government just people in different communities that are trying to erase black culture Yeah, they are trying to get rid of books they are trying to spin narratives and it is it's very um, it's very much something that's been happening for a while and I think it's really important that we uphold people who are making a difference people who have made a difference and i think it's important that people 
know these individuals exist now mm-hmm. or existed at one point. Definitely, so, definitely. Like Herman Kane. You ever see (laughs) So you know In the spirit of Okay So we're going to take a page From that book So You know what In the spirit of In the spirit of Black History Month We're going to go ahead And highlight Some pioneers Black History Month So I got you So let me pull up A couple Let me pull up Some names here so, you know, we just had Herman Cain as one. So, uh, heroes like Rodney King. <laughs> Can we all just Hold get along? Hold on. Now. But he made a valid, valid point. Like, yeah, sorry. He turned into a meme, though, before memes existed. He did. But he did bring up the fact that pol- pol- police brutality. That, yeah. And it, yeah. it just went rampant until 2020. Yeah. And today. All right, L's. All right, L's trying to bring up something. Let, sorry, let's sorry, let him. Sorry. Let's let him get to it. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I'm trying to remember. Um, trying to remember the lady's name because normally any other time, I would have it. Oh yeah, and I, I do have it. So yeah, if we're gonna, you know, talk about Black history, mm-hmm. there's the good sides of Black history, and then there's the, the other sides. It's not so good, right? Sorry. But for uh. Purposes of making sure that we never forget who was where at what time. If we're looking at black history, we should also make sure we celebrate or put people on to those who are not on the right side of history, if you want to put it that way. Hmm. So I like to take a moment to add to the list that uh, Chris has, uh, you know, hilariously started. And that's Kim Kellogg. Yeah. Kim Kellogg. I'm not familiar. Um, she is. I want to say from Kansas or Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I remember her now. Oh. Yeah. Yep. 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 I yep, need the yep. history. Oh yeah. So, uh, she actually was running for uh, she was running for Congress. She's actually from uh Baltimore, and she is a Trump supporter. They do exist. Yeah, which um, are you stupid? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, like so. There's people that honestly think that that man did something for the black community. <laughs> And oh, scary! It's so it's so scary. Yeah, and and you know, I can't even say this podcast like we're. I can't even say we're Switzerland, like ever, like neutral. Like we will, we will have a discourse and let you know where we stand. Yeah, and if you don't agree with us, you always you always welcome to you know debate with us. It is what it is, right? But for some inexplicable reason. You have folks that they will be like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm voting for I'm voting for the right wing, or I'm voting for people that don't really have the best interests in." And so, you know, Kim was running back in uh, about 2020, and I remember getting one of her flyers, or they were at least talking about she was running. 
and then uh, learned about the platform. And some people really are about their platform. So if they are Democrat, they're going to vote whoever's Democrat and vice versa. So yeah, um, I had never been a fan of her. Right. I've never been a fan of her. Uh, it's even to a point she made uh, homegirl Candace Owens. Yeah, she made Candace Owens look a little better, and that that I didn't even think that was actually possible. But here we are. But yeah, so part of Black History, y'all, don't forget to also celebrate those people who are very much a op, because we don't want them to forget that they were a op. It and just that- goes to show you the power of of brainwashing. You know, you know, and that's you know, and oftentimes I I always like to play devil's advocate, or just, or just uh, draw a line between Republicans and Trumpists because I don't want people to get the wrong idea that we're somehow anti-Republican because we're right. not. Right. But this is not to me. This is not about political party lines. This is about idol worship. And you have to be very careful because this man has already taken people's minds and somehow made them forget because of his charisma. And so I just it just bog it, it just boggles the mind. Like, yeah, this was the person that was sitting idly by while people had torches and said Jews will not replace us. We don't remember that. muted <laughs> yeah i had as muted because i was grabbing something but oh. no no they never no. remember that but yeah people but you know people like to conveniently forget things because when you have to re- when you realize something when you have to you know take uh accountability and you have to uh look at facts there are facts that don't support the narrative people rather ignore that so they can keep with um you know what they believe um the fact that you uh you pointed to that in the spirit of black history month right there is a book i got a while ago i was at a convention small press expo nice and this is actually uh it's released by image Mm -hmm. it's um called black history in its own words and this is actually a presentation of ronald uh wimberley's illustrations of black luminaries alongside the words that define them and their times it features angela davis uh basquiat um another name in here i won't mention on the show uh zadie smith ice cube well <laughs> a couple of other names james baldwin spike lee and I'll let Rob look at the back and he can see whose names I in uh I kept out. Um <laughs> one of them starts with a K, ends with a W. And the other one starts with a D, ends with a C on there. Well, you know, going first last name. So oh. yeah. But actually, one of them names I could kind of I could say because it's the other name I prefer not to mention. But in the spirit of anyway, at their moments before what we got now, there was uh, there's people in that book and they have a quote which actually still holds true. Right, right, right. You know, so right. can't really hold, you know, can't hold their current um, 
you know against them but i definitely uh recommend it it's actually a really cool book i like the illustrations okay all right so again if y'all looking for something uh to read these some quotes it's again it's a really nice book uh image uh comics actually released it i got this at a convention but i'm pretty sure you can go on amazon or anywhere you like to get your books you can find it um there are a couple other books uh for those who want to get their read on is it the Michael book? I can't think of his name. He just did a podcast with um he just did a podcast with um not Tory Lanez. Torrey. Torrey. No, it's not Torrey. No, no, no. But he the man just did a podcast with Torrey. I can't think of his name. And it's called Black as AF. Yes, Michael yes. Harris, <laughs> Black AF History. Yes. Yes. And I'll actually I'll actually put this in the uh description. So I'm gonna put these books. Um, but definitely wanted to make sure I get a couple. M- Michael Harriet, I had to get this book. Black, <laughs> black as fuck history, and I and what really sold me on it the most, uh, was the fact that when I first laid eyes on this book, I want to say it was the Ford that was it was the Ford, but basically. The idea was it was quoted from a comedian. It's like, listen, if I ever ran for president, I had this book right next to me. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm with it. So this is one I recommend. Another one that I would say is I have it. I have it in my reading. So this is one I plan to actually get on this year. Now, some people are probably going to be mixed on this one. Uh, become an abolitionist. This one is the police protests and the pursuit of freedom. It is by Drucker Purnell. So this is yet another book I actually have in my personal queue mm-hmm. for those who you know want to get a different uh, different perspective. Uh, the reason I know that the reason I know that um, this book exists is because I follow the Baltimore Beat. The right. Baltimore Beat is uh, a paper that we have as a local paper for those who remember the cd paper when the city paper went under yes um the beat is what took its place yes and i actually was at some point would very much like to get the editor-in-chief of the beat on the show uh to actually interview her her name is lisa snowden she's the editor-in-chief for the baltimore beat we actually talked about the baltimore beat a little bit i want to say it was probably on patreon mm-hmm. uh and what that paper means to the black community uh in the city just period what they cover so by all means definitely because of the baltimore beat is how i actually also discovered uh that book um police brutality is a thing for those that don't know uh and there's people that do honestly feel that because of the way things have been going, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you know what? We need to abolish the police. Mm-hmm. Now, again, just a book if you want to add it to your uh, add it to your reading. Uh, more, more for the uh, the fun stuff. For those who are into comics, there is actually a comic. Uh, it is basically Harriet Tubman, and she's a zombie killer. Nice. And that one, I actually need to get. Is this by the same? Is this by the same person that did 
Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? I'm not sure who that author that author was. Uh, let me see. We can find out. But this the book I'm I have it's uh Harriet it's Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Yeah, Harriet Tubman out there slaying demons. <laughs> Alright. And I bought this at a black owned bookstore out in uh National Harbor. I plan on uh going back and um and actually getting this one. The second uh the second one of it. But yeah, this is actually by let me see. David Cronson uh, and Cortland Ellis, the concept artist, they're the ones who created this, and it actually is uh, it's actually pretty pretty good. It's also getting an original series uh, on Disney Plus. Oh, hmm. It's been described as Django Unchained meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> and- <laughs> wow! All right, so that's what David. <laughs> put together it's a supernatural comic series based on the true life of the freedom fighter herself that is flavored with the uh genre liberties in the spirit of abraham lincoln vampire hunter so it it it's taking from that in spirit in spirit yeah they're two different um writers and editors and artists oh okay so so no relation no relation I still want to see. I I still want. I still want my Harriet Tubman coin, man. It's coming. It's supposed to be released in twenty twenty five. I think not the coin, the twenty dollar bill. Oh, even better. Yeah, one second. Let me make sure because that was a trivia question once. For my hip hop heads, and I say this with love, you can also check check out Dan Charna's book Dilla Time. This is the life and afterlife of Jay Dilla, the hip hop producer who reinvented rhythm. And it's actually a New York uh, Times bestseller, so I definitely highly recommend it. This is another book for uh, for reading. Yeah, the more the more I I I learn about Jay Dilla's tech techniques and and beat making, the more that man amazed me. Just I, the way he would make stuff. No, that, that is dope. I was wrong. Twenty twenty thirty. That's when it's supposed to drop. Twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. But yeah, no, Jay Dilla is doesn't get enough. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, Bascat. I picked this up while I was at uh, Soundgarden, and as you can see, I haven't had a chance to really uh, crack it open. But that's a the, nice book. The illustrations, yeah, yes. Also, I was like, I should go back and get this. Like, I want to keep yeah. this one. <laughs> um, but definitely another one uh, to add to the list. Um, <laughs> I have one more book, but I don't know if I want to put this one up there for so many reasons because it might get triggering but right now i'm trying to see where i actually placed it might as well i don't i don't think you of all people chris want that book i don't mind i, I, do I it. know it's a conversation that we had and i ain't trying to start no shit is it, is it a book about tupac tupac shaker listen so I say go read the book I'm never going to just because I have feelings doesn't mean that I will not endorse this to is read the, the book. authorized biography of Tupac Shakur by Stacy Robinson who's actually was very close to him yes so I was no Jada Pinkett Smith involved <laughs> I'm sure she appears in some shape or form in the one book one chapter <laughs> Jasmine Guy had more influence on that man's life than Jada Pinkett Smith I can be neutral is it really 
<laughs> That's natural. Did Jasmine, on. <laughs> Jasmine Guy did a whole interview about how she housed Tupac Shakur in her brownstone in Brooklyn. Um, but he after he got shot in Vegas. Well, maybe it wasn't her brownstone in Brooklyn, but wherever they were living at the time, she housed him the first time he got shot. Okay. All right. Also, uh, another book. Um Marathon Never Stops, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. So, that one I thought I had on hand somewhere, but it is around in my basement full of awesome shit. Um, All right, well, we definitely got our homework ahead of us. Eh, well, you get a chance. Like, it, I have so, like, I'm one of those people that I have a backlog, just like video games, I have a backlog of books. And a lot of times I usually wait till I go on vacation because it's when when I really like to dive uh, into them, um, which is not so much black history, but I kept seeing it advertised. Oh, and I decided I I'd pick it up, especially because Barnes and Noble had this as their uh, like a book of a year. And I was like, okay, I'm interested in this. And this is the Heaven and Earth Grocery Store by James McBride. So I thought I would go ahead and check it out. You know, like, why not? Now, for those who are not familiar, he is uh, the author of the, he is actually the author of the New York Times bestselling Oprah's book club selection, (laughs) Deacon (laughs) Kong. The National uh, Book Award winning The Good Lord Bird The American Classic The Color of Water The Novel Song Yet Sung And Miracle Street Anna The Story Collection Five Carat Soul And Biography of James Brown Kill Him and Leave The Recipient of a National Humanities Medal and Accomplished Musician. McBride is also a distinguished writer in residence of at New York University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is something that um this is this is something I was like, you know what, let me let me check this out and see what's going on. So yeah, if you're looking for some new books to add to your list. There you go. We should uh, we should have a list when we do the uh, description. That's what I'm going to do because I don't f- feel like trying to come up with description for this episode. So I was like, you know what's going in that description? <laughs> <laughs> list of books. So I wanted to transition from books to movies because uh, I w- I really wanted to find out what is what are both of your favorite like kind of black history movies. Ooh. Because recently, I watched Selma. Okay. And I I decided that Selma wasn't that good to me. Whoa. This is my hot take. Like, like, like the scenes in, like there are scenes in Selma that are good. So, mm-hmm. so I want to make sure I say this right. From a history standpoint, it does, it does its job. Okay. 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 My... My criticism really is for the actor that plays Martin Luther King. David Oelio? Yeah. Okay. Because 
and this is purely from an acting that not from any type of content or anything like that right. but, but but from an acting standpoint i felt like every scene he was in he was on a podium he, it, it he was he was <laughs> Like, he's coming out the bathroom. Well, after my dysentery, I made sure to evacuate the at the urinal for posterity. Like, you're just taking a shit. Why? You know what I mean? This is not this. Every, every scene didn't didn't require Ooh. a dignified like response, a dignified response of hope and, you know, and invigoration. It did not. It did not. Yeah. Oh. Oh my! This is—I <laughs> have no idea what's about to happen with this episode. I don't know. Um. <laughs> okay, so I will say, Selma. <sighs> I think the issue—not issue—I think what's going on is like we've idolized Martin Luther King versus respect his memory and legacy. Mm. And when you idolize something, it starts to become a character caricature of. The original message. Yeah, right, right. So, in the process of not of fearing of doing this man um, a disservice, I think a lot of actors move closer to making him seem pope. They're level. afraid to humanize him. They're afraid to humanize him. Yes, yes. And I think we need to like, because here's the thing: I feel like they humanized Malcolm X. Yeah, I was about to say when I was and when I was thinking about it, I think Malcolm X is my favorite is my favorite one. And even Rustin, the um, Netflix movie about Baynard Rustin, they humanize Rustin. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you learn about the history of Baynard Rustin, you realize he is one of the driving forces yeah. in the civil rights movement with the speech making and, and standing for something. And yes, he was a queer black man and it was like, he was very peculiar, but they humanized him. So he was like, I I don't mind him being, I don't want to say eccentric being himself. Right. Because right. he saw the bigger picture. Right. And he understood like, no, if I can get liberation for my people, I can get liberation for me also. Cause y'all, because you know, him being gay in the sixties, People weren't very kind to gay homosexual people. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he commanded respect, I won't, yeah, commanded respect to me, you know, stands out. Yeah. But he's humanized. Yeah. Versus MLK, where I think we idolize him. So I see where your issue is. Yeah. 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 What What are some of your favorite, favorite black history movies? I really like Black Klansmen. I haven't seen it. Is That's that, the one where. Is, the, that a, is that another Spike, Spike Lee one? Yeah. That was funny. It was that that was funny. But yeah. the fact that it really like most of this really did happen. Like it was a black man who infiltrated the KKK, and they he became friends with who, I forget the man who um is the KKK leader and like David Duke. Dave he became friends with David Duke, and they was like yeah he's for the cause, and <laughs> come to find out it is a black man, just like Dave Chappelle. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I think. This one doesn't get enough. Um, it might. Excuse me. No, I really didn't like Hidden Figures too much. I like Hidden Figures. I love Hidden Figures. But I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Will I sit down and watch it again? Probably not. What about the? What about it? What about it? Was was a was a turnoff? They really had to put a white savior in there. 
Like it literally like the way they used Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner. Like I don't yeah, like I I, I don't know because I, and maybe I, I thought me. I I thought the movie I thought the movie did a good job of showing how vital these women were. They did it did. It really did. So I think to me that 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 overrides any white savior problem that I would have with it because he didn't these women these women are the reason yeah that they saved Apollo 11 and like actually got the space program off the, the ground like right. so I think uh, you might want to revisit it I might but yeah here's the thing when it all comes down to it I love the fact that it was African American women in STEM that were represented and that we they really really made sure people know no they were vital vital to the program because if you look at another movie that came out around the same time which was um apollo 13 i think with mm-hmm. um I tom wanted, hanks no it was another one that came out a little bit later so maybe it wasn't apollo 13 it had um ryan gosling in it i'm not sure i'm not sure the movie uh, let's see if i can pull up a ryan gosling movie from the earth to the moon Mm-mm. I'm, I'm getting the apollos confused so while you're looking that up I actually pulled up uh, this article that actually talked about uh, the Black Klansman because um, it is a true, true story of how Ron Stallworth infiltrated the KKK. Uh, Spike Lee uh, was mentioned in an article when he first uh, heard about Ron Stallworth, an African-American detective who infiltrated the Colorado Springs KKK in the ni- late 1970s. The filmmaker couldn't fathom his story being true. I'm not going to lie to you. I honestly thought it was just made a up, mo- yeah. made, made up movie. There's a book. <laughs> yeah, there is. He's now, like, I thought they were doing a Dave Chappelle skit again. He yeah. was like, he said, referring to the comedian's 2023 sketch about Clayton Bigsby, the black white supremacist. But Stallworth's extraordinary 2014 memoir confirms that confirms that the most insane events in Lee's Black Klansman movie did in fact happen. In some cases, the truth was even more outlandish yeah. than what played out on screen. Even as Stallworth uh, was living this case in the late 1970s, the detective had an inkling that he might one day need to con- need concrete evidence of his KKK infiltration, a story that seemed too wild to be true. As such, he bought a Polaroid camera to his face-to-face meeting with David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, and requested a group photo. Otherwise, Stalworth <laughs> in his memoir, no one would ever believe I was pulling this investigation off. You damn right about that. Facts. Um, ahead, let me see. So nobody saw. So nobody saw skin. I think I might have saw. Maybe a long time ago. Maybe oh, it was real quick. It was First Man, and that was the story for about Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, and all of that. And that, and they never even highlighted any of the um the black mathematicians or engineers mainly mathematicians that helped him and then al harrison's character wasn't the actual real character from hidden figures it was another man that nasa couldn't pull the not not nasa that the movie couldn't get the real rights for but at the same time directors and producers was like we need again i'm not saying you don't need you honestly their supervisors were probably white but it just felt like 
it just took that moment where I'm like, dang, y'all couldn't even listen to a black, like three black women are saying, don't do this because it's going to mess up and it's going to blow up in your face. And they're doing math in real time, not complicated calculus, complicated trigonometry, complicated physics, real time in their head. They're literally natural supercomputers. And you're saying, I don't think this is actually going to happen, which I think that was what rubbed me the wrong way because I, I deal with that being in the field that I'm in. And I'm like, oh my God, I can give you the papers and tell you what's going on. And you're like, I don't think it is. And then two weeks later, oh, you were right. I don't want to be right to be right. I want to be right because that's my knowledge base because that's what I studied. Anyway, so you said the list? No. What did you say? Skin. Talk to us about skin. No, no, no. I was saying, so so I haven't seen seen the movie yet, but I guess he never took his hood off. Like, how did, like... Like how did it work? So basically, in the in the movie, he has somebody pre- be a face, yes, for him. Yeah. So when he's going to the KKK meetings mm-hmm. as Ron, mm-hmm. everybody at the KKK meetings think that Ron is a white guy because yes. a white guy is what shows up and actually not just a white guy it's a gentleman that's Jewish yep so he rolls up <laughs> he rolls up and he has to the guy has to fake that he's not even Jewish right right and so that is how this movie works wait a minute wait, wait a minute I'm confused okay so he's not I'm gonna I'm 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 break it down for you yeah okay I call you up And I say, Rob, I hate Subway. And you're like, great, because my faction, that's all we do. We hate motherfucking Subway. Yes. Right? Come to the meeting. Now, me being a Subway worker, I'm trying to infiltrate your group. So you invite me to the meeting, you know, to get a feel. Right? I send Ben. Oh, I see. Ben pretends to be me who talks to you on the phone. Yes. I see. Okay. Right? So now... You are thinking that Ben is really me. So when you see Ben, hey, Lorenzo, how you doing? I'm great. I hate Subway. That's good. I hate Subway, too. (laughs) And now you give me my member card. And then every single week when you have a meeting to talk about how y'all are going to get back at Subway, I'm there. Well, Ben's there. So the Black Klansman sent a spy to the KKK. He sent somebody to act as him. Right, right, yes. right, 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 right. Because he can't even say so much a spy, really an imposter. Yeah. Right, because an imposter. Who okay. had a wire on him recording the conversations. Yep. And that's how they were getting all that info. Yep. Wow, that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. But, <laughs> yeah, you should watch it. For, for, for Black History Month, y'all should watch that. <laughs> Right, but you know what? By the way, Bamboozled was a strange movie. <laughs> I have never seen Bamboozled. Oh, it's a very strange movie. I'm gonna leave it alone because um, there's another one too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what it was getting at, but it got so creepy. And I'm trying to remember the name of it, but um, it's probably good. And we don't. All I know is it involves horses at the end, and um. Uh, don't I think it's uh don't blink don't li- is it the jo- Jordan Peele movie? It's not Jordan Peele. No, it's um somebody don't call us or something like that. Or I I'll uh, yeah. All I'm going to say is I watched it once and then for the rest of the day that was just chilling feeling. I'm like yeah, I'm good. I knew the commentary he was making and I appreciate it for that, but no, I'm good. 
Um, but you know what? We t- we're talking about black history. I like highlighting people and then creatives and individuals that's actually doing something right now. Um, because I don't think that should be, um, I don't think we should ever withhold that because right. there's a lot of people out there that are really doing something for communities, not just the black communities, like literally worldwide. Right. All right. Um, and so I want to bring, I want to bring this young activist up, uh, which y'all very much may know her, uh, Mary Copney. And forgive me, Mary, if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Uh, who one day definitely her and her mom should definitely be on the show. She's a, a 16 year old activist. For those who remember the Flint water crisis, right, right. This young lady has very much still been on the campaign to do something about this the water situation in flint right right? she was nicknamed little miss flint now here's the thing we talked about the mickey minaj the Nicki minaj and uh megan stallion beef right right well during that time murray literally tagged both of them and was like, hey, I'm trying to bring awareness because she's actually trying to make her own water filter. Right. And so she, you know, put that out there like, hey, can y'all come together and y'all actually um, do something, do something because she was trying to raise money for this uh, water filter. Right. And so. Would you believe and I'm not shocked that stands were going back and forth. Mm hmm literally just getting on her calling out for actually you know like trying to do something some people were calling the names so bad and some people were yep some people were actually some people were actually just like hey um this might not be the the time i don't think your message is going to be get heard and whatnot right and then there were people that was defending her like yo she's 16 and y'all really are just being ruthless although to be honest i think some of the ones that was being ruthless are her same age yeah so because that's a that's just the big thing let's again it's it's a young kid sport when it comes to music but anyway um i think that and this is just me the path that she's on and everything she's trying to do to bring attention. Yes. Um, she's doing this at the age of 16. She started way younger. Like seven, I believe. Right. Oh, wow. She started way younger. And I can only imagine her like going further as an activist, you know, nonprofit, raising money for communities. Don't know where that's going to take it, but it's definitely on the. It's definitely positive. Yeah, I think when we see this though, as adults, it's like, damn, we got to do better. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, because while we can say a lot of things about the younger generation, the younger generation is, and even this year when we're looking like we're going to have to vote again, the younger generation is moving a, a needle, which is in hopefully. A much better. She was eight, eight when she became Little Miss Flint. Yeah. The younger generation is moving in a much in better direction. That I'm like, that's why I'm like the changing of the, the old guard needs to happen when it comes to politics and just in general. Yeah, really, you know, really. Uh, but I actually wanted to. I actually wanted to take a moment, celebrate, you know, celebrate her and what she's yeah. doing, 
and uh, just say because there's many other activists that out there that are you know doing things so when we talk about black history which is honestly every day of the year it's not mm-hmm. just one month you know we take and pay attention to those of us who are really trying to do something also even when you go on her website she literally has it right then and there booking requests so maybe one of these days we'll really have her have her as a guest on the show along with the mom to talk oh about yeah that would be doing. amazing yeah um that needs to happen i've already reached out to um one guest to try to see if i can get them on so i'll keep y'all posted with how that goes um but you know we celebrate creatives as much as you know we also can dunk on some or just have something to say you know this is not the part where we we trash folks <laughs> it's just no. not you know but i i definitely was just like eh, it's, it's black history month we gotta do something <laughs> you know which is why you know i'm like hey books um rob to your question though i think black Klansman will probably be uh my f- my favorite movie because i really don't think Was i have this too a drama many or comedy it's a comedy but it it's it's a dark comedy Okay, this so it does. It, it, so while it's trying to be funny, it still does its job. It's funny in some. It's funny in some spots, but it really is one of these things. Of like, holy fuck! Like it has serious moments. Like you're, you can't listen to this. You, you can't. What was the movie that me and you were joking about? And um, for a hot minute, I had an issue with a certain actor, how racist she was. We just finished watching that shit. Oh, oh, oh! The um, and it was I, I even went and bought the damn book. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, the movie. Uh, uh, I forgot what it's called, but I know what movie you're talking about because there's like a there's like a war going on, like a it's like a post, like a post apocalypse. Like you don't know what's going on. They interviewed Obama for it. Yeah, I, I like leave the world behind. Leave the world. So behind, you remember yeah. how? Remember how? Like in the first, like literally probably what the first 10 minutes of that movie yeah you it's like yeah you, you if you're not mad you're gonna be mad yeah mm-hmm. yeah so black Klansman. can oh yeah can i see your id <laughs> yeah <laughs> so black Klansman, just oh, yeah. just let you know ahead of time oh yeah you that already mo- know what it's gonna like, be oh yeah movies like that get on my nerves like i get it i'm not saying it's bad but it it frustrates me if you're going to watch, okay, common sense is going to tell you if you're going to watch something called Black Klansman, you see the word Klansman. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta be ready. So yeah. it's a biographical crime comedy drama film. Okay. Yeah, but it. Like life is stranger than life is very stranger than fiction. I need people to realize, like cocaine, ca- cocaine bear. About to say cocaine cowboy, even though that was a good documentary. Cocaine Bear was also based on real life events. Yeah, we talked. We, yeah. yeah, we joked about that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's going about to be a, it's a year that, old. Yeah, February twenty fourth. We talk about Cocaine Bear before the movie came out. We yeah, were hyped like, about cocaine, cocaine Bear, and yeah. not only were we hyped we covered about the it, news, the actual news article we, about we talked about that. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah and yeah, then yeah. followed up about the bear that apparently walked into that gas station. And one of the Snickers bars. Yes. Yo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, did you know there was a bear that got hit by a train? Oh. It's still alive. What? And it's, it fostered, like, it's fostered, like, a lot of the bears in that area. They nicknamed it the boss. Yes. <laughs> yes. I meant to I meant to send that 
I meant to uh, to send that over to the lawyer. The bears can still like walk and everything. Yep. I've been joking that he was training on Tekken. <laughs> hey, I heard Kuma was like top tier. You're not getting. Look, you're not getting. Look, I can My favorite character in Tekken. I guarantee you, neither one of y'all will guess it. Who? Try. I don't know. I don't know the new cast that well. Hey, cast ain't changed, but so much. But I would say it's someone from Tekken Three. That's not an actual guess. Give me a name. Hihachi? Huh? I'm thinking. No. King? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Jack? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Um, it's someone. It's, it's, it's Anna? Nope. No. I want to look it up real quick. Because I don't know Tekken cast enough to say it's this one. Panda? <laughs> You're getting close, but no. <laughs> uh, what's the name of that boxing kangaroo? No. <laughs> I can't see him. No. Uh, it's Shayu. Oh, Shayu. Oh, yeah, Shayu. Yeah. It's that doesn't surprise me. Okay. I wasn't. I wouldn't have said that one. You were close with Howarang, though. <laughs> if you if you said Howarang, you were close because he actually is my second. But anyway, um, when I was gaming, we used to call him Bob until Bob became a character because nobody <laughs> felt, nobody felt like saying his full name. Oh my god. It's a long name. Also, also Chomp. I like Chomp, but Chomp was more like PlayStation Three. No, no, like the, it was more like on the PlayStation where you could play as Chomp because I don't think you could do that in arcade. But you would have gotten, yeah. you would have gotten points. Yeah, I'm, he probably isn't in this one because I think he was only on the PlayStation One. If you said Doctor Baskanovich, <laughs> what? <in> the- <laughs> Yo. You don't remember uh, Dr. Boskanovich? I do. I do. <laughs> That's why I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, this is this has been a this has been a uh this has been an episode of uh 3ABP cutting it a little early today. Honestly, we just got finished recording the previous episode, which you got to hear. Um and uh I, I want to go get foe. So yeah. <laughs> that's so that's me. Just is is we got a lot going on, y'all. So we're gonna wrap this up early. But definitely check out those. Oh, I just wanted to say, you know, just, just just real quick, just everyone seek seek the truth about about history. You know, know know your history. It's okay if you don't know, but find out. Do research. Use multiple different sources for your research, too, as there's many false books and disinformation on the Internet, as you all know. So make sure if you're reading something and you're it it doesn't sound quite quite right to you. Check out, you know, check out some other sources. Make sure you cite your sources and that they're accurate so that you get the, you know, as close to the truth as possible, you know, because as they say, history is always written by the victors. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and changed by the cheaters. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's it. Hope everyone has a great Black History Month. And uh, yeah, I guess we're I guess we're wrapping it up. Can I give a real quick shout out? So, um, because I was talking about books, and I'm going to read a few of those books. But if you want to find out books that I'm reading, you can visit my website at www. Chaymichelle.com 
um, is T-H-E-M-I-C-H-L-L-E.com. Might as well run up my subscribers so I can start um, looking for like advertisers and whatnot. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Excellent. And and with that, I'll send you five dollars for that ad. <laughs> you ain't gotta. Uh, with that, y'all, we go, we going to get out of here. But um, definitely, we will we will be back later this month with some more shenanigans for you some more articles you know we just wanted to take a moment to um just take a moment to to celebrate yes know, throw some books out there to taste the biscuit <sighs> still don't, and stay don't. and stay and, and stay in petty also uh chris uh if you could let me see i like that hoodie what that shit? Yeah, it's from Fly Nerd. She has a website. Um, currently has a Black History box, but I think she closed down things for the Black History box. She also has keychains, socks, Fly Nerd apparel. You can find it on Instagram. Um, hook her up. Look her up. I got a whole bunch of them. I got a Dream T-shirt. Like keep your um head in the clouds. I have the Ron and Dwayne glasses one. Um, and I also have the Fly Nerd with the woman with the afro. Very nice. That. All right. So with that being said, we're going to get out of this piece. Y'all be easy. I'm one of your hosts, Renzo. Big Rob signing off. It's me, Chris. Have a good day. Bye. That's how you normally do it. And sometimes you just be like, bye. And I just be like. (laughs) And like, do the right thing. Make sure you got some black people on your wall. Do the right thing. Remember? Yep. I I remember that. Now I'm looking at my wall and I'm like. Sorry. You got black books. You know? Yeah, I got a lot of black books. Yeah. I got a lot of black books. You know, Marcus Garvey, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? We pay money up in this piece. You can't put any black people on the wall. This is my store. Italians only. When you get your own store, you can put your uncles, cousins, nephews, all right? Yo. (laughs) (sighs) All right. um, We out. See ya. Bye. Bye. Listen, my pregnant no. Mary, Mary, Jordan, Mary, calm down. Jordan, Mary, Jordan, 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 calm down, calm down. Had to play one more time.